This is the Zen Nova Scotia podcast with talks by Cone Friends. If you would like to support and be part of our community, you can start by visiting zennovascotia.com. Whenever I give instructions for Zazen, I always tell people to keep their eyes open. And what I say is, if you close your eyes, you'll dream. Because you will. And then when I explain how to do kinhin, I say, keep your eyes open. But you should try that with your eyes closed. You won't dream. You'll wake up. Anyone who comes to this kind of practice comes to it hoping that it will illuminate something. Right? We come to Zen or we come to Buddhism or we come to meditation because we hope that something will become more visible to us, that there will be a light shown on something that we couldn't see before. But that's not really how this works. In my understanding, Zen is not about revealing something so that it's easier to see it. Zen is more like navigating the dark. And we've talked about this. We've talked about being lost, what it is to be lost, to be truly lost, to be lost in such a way that you know you're lost, and how you feel your way around then. When you're in utter darkness, or when you just close your eyes, something wakes up. Right? Each step that you take is a different kind of commitment. You hear things that you wouldn't hear. You feel your body in space. You're awake to what you're doing instead of to what's in front of you, which you can't see. You know you have to interact with that thing, but you also know that you don't get to know what that thing is. We've been talking about the precepts, and I've been trying to talk about them in terms of their, their antidote or their, their complement. So we talked about not killing, we not, talked about not stealing, and tonight I want to talk a little bit about not lying or speaking more broadly, not participating in falsehood. The thing about lying 
when you know that you're lying. You know, when you don't know you're lying, it's not quite, it's not quite a lie. You're just ignorant. <laughs> right? But when you choose the lie, implicit in choosing to lie is a belief that you know the truth. You know what's true, and now you're going to obscure it from someone else's view. That should be a big red flag for us right there. And similarly, when you participate in a lie, when you allow yourself to be lied to, when you kind of roll with it, (laughs) you're choosing to believe that something is true. Maybe because that's convenient for you. In either case, there's a knowing. There's a thinking that we know. The very simple thing that I want to say tonight is that the opposite, the complement to not lying is not telling the truth. It's not knowing. It's not thinking that you know so that you can give out truth or withhold it. It's standing in the dark and knowing that you're in the dark. That's honesty. That's not participating in the lie. It doesn't mean there's nothing to say. It doesn't mean there's nothing to assert. It certainly doesn't mean that some things aren't truer than other things. But it's in insisting that you know something, even if it's just to yourself, perhaps especially if it's just to yourself. It's in that insistence that everything becomes partial. There are small truths and there are big truths. And sometimes we articulate a small truth. But I'm going to go out on a limb and say we can't articulate big truths. We can try. But we can't quite wrap them up in a bow.
The danger is in not knowing that. The danger is in thinking that we can. The danger is in thinking that there are things that I get to know that someone else doesn't get to know. There are things that I get to know that someone else isn't ready to know. So I'll just obscure that. Or when we don't trust the question, so we hear an assertion, and rather than say, I don't know if that's true, perhaps we say, oh, I would like for that to be true. And as long as I would like for that to be true, I'm going to make that my working hypothesis. That feels good. As I've said many, many times, advertising hopes that you will do that. <laughs> right? All sorts of large systems hope that you will do that. That you'll hear the thing that you want to hear, and you'll make it true. You'll hold on to it for safety's sake. In the same way, that if you're in the dark and you find something really steady, you might just grab onto it, right? You say, I'm not going to move. I know I'm okay right here. I know what it is to lie to myself. I'm good at it. I also know what it is not to lie to myself. It can be devastating. Not because it's bad news, you know, to be honest with yourself. But because there's a kind of groundlessness to it. As I said last week, the precepts follow the practice. This practice of not knowing is central. This practice of not knowing is something we can discover anywhere. But again, Zazen is handy for this. It's useful to spend time with your own mind. There are lots of ideas that we can hold comfortably when we walk down the street that become kind of slippery when we sit still. There are illusions about ourselves that we can hold as long as we keep moving. But if we sit still long enough 
And if we sit still often enough, some of those might fall away. So, I encourage you to explore this precept. And again, my homework for you is to go home and to do kinhin with your eyes closed. That's where I'll stop. For more information about Zen, our practice, and how you can support and take part in our community, please visit zennovascotia.com.